0: Hey, welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. Okay, so I want to uh, wrap up this today to tie into the last four shows, last five, where we talked about um, is the housing market about to break again? The housing market about to break again. Now, what I did is if you just listen back over the last four or five shows, We've been talking about the difference in the interest rates, and I told you I needed to take a second so I could figure up the interest rate on a thirty-year loan. So, uh, so a two hundred thousand-dollar loan at three percent interest, which is what we had for a while, over the course of thirty years, you borrow two hundred, you pay back a total of three hundred three thousand five hundred fifty-four dollars. So the bank makes basically one hundred and three thousand dollars off of the 200 over 30 years at just 3% interest. Now, when you take the same 200,000 and you go to 6% interest and 6% interest over 40 years, you borrow 200, but you actually pay back over that entire time, you actually pay back $528,210. So the bank makes $328,000 on you. So I, uh, and I, so I stopped for a second so I could figure it up over 30 years. Now, this is really interesting. So if you take the same $200,000 and you say, hey, I'm only going to borrow it for 30 years, not 40, I'm going to do it for 30, your payment's only basically $1,200. So borrowing $200,000 at six percent over 40 years, your payment's 1100. And borrowing 200,000 for 30 years, 10 years less, at six percent interest makes your payment around 1200. That's like up by a few cents. So, when you pay the bank back, the total amount that you pay back is you pay back 231,677. So, at six. 6% over 40, 40 years, you pay back you, you the two hundred that you borrowed, an additional 328000 in interest. And when you borrow the 200000 you pay back the 200000 plus 231000 additional for going 6% for 30 years. So I just want you to look at the difference, $100 a month. One hundred dollars a month makes the difference of almost one hundred thousand bucks. It makes such a difference. It's so shocking what a difference it makes. But here's what people do: they go, "Oh, I can have a payment of eleven hundred over forty years, or I can have a payment of twelve hundred over thirty years." But if I pay eleven hundred to the bank instead of twelve hundred. Then that extra money can pay my water or my TV services or my phone, or my electric or something else. So people always take the cheaper payment. Now, here's the thing. If you do it over 40 years, you pay back $328,0. If you do it over 30 years, you pay back 231. So the difference is like about $100,000. But 90% of the people that buy a house, I know when I bought my first house, I never even looked at how much I was going to pay back to the bank. The only thing I looked at was how much is the monthly mortgage payment. And I know with everybody, when you buy a house, the only thing that you look at is how much is the actual mortgage payment per month. No, I mean, I don't know. I did, Maybe I just didn't know enough. I didn't know enough to look at, like, if I amortize the whole thing out, what is the entire amount that I'm going to pay back? I never had an idea that if you borrow 100000 you pay back three hundred. Like, if you think of it that way, you're like, holy cow, I'm paying the bank so much money for the ability to borrow money. Like, it's really staggering. And when you look at the difference, <laughs> I just did it. I had, to, I had to have bills. Like, can you just do this with me right here? This doesn't seem right. So, the difference of the 30-year mortgage at 6% interest versus the 40-year mortgage at 6% interest, a mortgage payment is only hundred dollars difference, but you pay back almost $100,000 extra dollars. It's like $100 should not make that much difference, but it really does. And it makes that much difference in the minds of the people that are borrowing because the bank has a ratio. You can earn this much money, your mortgage payment can be this much money, And then your car payment, your interest, and your insurance, and uh, electric phone debt can be this much money. Your entertainment can be this much money. And they use a formula, and you really have to fall within that formula. Or, if you don't, you may have to pay a higher interest rate. So knowing how the average person thinks, it makes perfect sense why the housing market is going to break again, because in 2008... Everybody had interest-only loans, and it was interest-only. So people could buy a $200,000 house for like $700 a month because it was just the interest. It wasn't the principal. The principal is the amount that you borrow. You pay that down. So you pay the interest, and you pay the principal, and you pay it down simultaneously. And so when people were paying interest-only, their payments, when it was time to pay principal interest, and, of course, you have to pay taxes and insurance, but it's time to pay all of it. Some people's payment even tripled. And they were like, holy cow. And they couldn't afford to make the payments. And, like, they tried to refinance or put their house on the market, which caused massive amounts of houses to go on the market all at the exact same time. And then when that happened, the we had the giant. And so now we've been lucky the last few years, the, the Prices have been going up, interest rates have been low, everything was going along fine. And then now uh, groceries are up, gas is up, interest rates have doubled, doubled, even going higher. I saw a commercial yesterday for 6.7%. I was like, dang, 6.7%, like literally, that's, it was, it's just 6% a few days ago. So just in the last day or two, they they've already are doing commercials for 6.7% interest. So I don't know how high it'll go. It'll go as high enough to where people literally stop borrowing. Like there'll come a point, I don't know if any of you guys remember, like back in, I'm going to say it was the 80s, the interest rates were like 17, 18% on a house. And so I look back at that and I was like, holy cow, who could afford to buy a house? Like, who could afford to buy a house back then? It's probably why I rented apartments in the 80s. I didn't buy my first house until I was 30. And that would have been like 1990, like really right before I started investing, uh, I bought my first house, which, you know, with all the crazy of my divorce and being a single mom and blah, 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 I ended up losing it anyway. <laughs> so that's probably why I didn't buy anything in my 20s because the interest rate was so high. So we have all gotten spoiled by this low interest rate of having 22 and 3% really low interest rates for a long time. But those days are now gone, I hate to say, they are actually gone. And the banks are really pushing the 40-year loans and the interest rate is about 6% right now. Now you know what, by the time we do this series for July and August. It is very possible that the interest rates could even be higher than that. I don't know. They're going to have to wait and see where they settle. But they are going up more and more and more literally by the day. Now, if you're enjoying my podcast and you're enjoying this really quick, fast summer series, I need you to leave me a five-star review and write something. Here's a review I got that says, Such a great podcast. Gets right to the point and has all the answers. Easy steps and advice to follow. She allows the podcast listener to take their business to the next level if they use the steps given. Mary Valdez from the United States. Thank you for such a great review. All right, guys, you're going to tune back in tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel. We are going to continue the summer series. It's a whole bunch of short, ten-minute podcasts. So you have no excuse on earth not to listen. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Same at times, same at channel. Truth is in the red letters. Ciao.